Welcome to Programming Common Sense. I'm your host, The What Deep, and in this show, we're going to try to program some common sense in your life and try to help you program it. Welcome back to another episode of Programming Common Sense with your host, The What Deep. Um, it's been a very tiring day. If you notice, my mic may be different. Um, I may have accidentally broke it, but until I get another replacement or fix it, a few weeks you're gonna, few weeks you're gonna notice this mic being used. So for this episode, we're talking about optimization. <clears throat> and in optimization, you know, you hear that term in companies, in businesses, in your career, you know, whatever you are, you can optimize. It's improving yourself. And in software, you know, we have certain practices that help us optimize our software. And the difference between optimizing a business and optimizing a software is that in software, you kind of get a feasible um, and more, um, a more pronounced result when you optimize your product. And in return, faster results. You can see the user experience being better. Your users will be more satisfied, you know, and just in retrospect, it, everything will be better. It will run faster more efficient, you know, it makes user experience a breeze. And just like in software, you know, we can apply those principles in, in our lives, you know, like in the, like the way how we optimize software, we can optimize our own selves. So I'd like to begin by, um, let's say, putting a comparison. Um, on how optimization works in software. So first, bugs, um, you know, issues like that, they're usually discovered when the product is released or when it's out there already. You know, we don't discover, we discover some bugs while in production because that's how we create a final product. But for the most part, we... You know, the users usually are the ones to discover the bulk of the bugs that they have to fix every now and then. And so, in comparison to that, in our own daily lives, you know, whether we um, do something simple or we do something complex like finishing a task at work or at school or anything or just basically doing something, we usually commit a couple of mistakes here and then. And um, we don't expect it. Uh, we like we usually tell ourselves, oh, "I did everything right. Why is this not going the way I planned?" You know. So for me, those are the bugs, the kind of bugs in life that we can optimize. And we'll talk about that later. Um, in software, of course, you know, some apps are really slow, and I know a lot of you experience very slow apps. Especially in your phones, you know, in your tablets, in your iPads, and your laptops, your computers, 
some applications that we use day to day are really slow and most of that is due to um, what we call messy code you know it's hard to explain how messy the code is when you look at it because basically every time a person looks at the way I program it looks really messy because it's just a bunch of lines with brackets and semicolons just here and there <coughs> sorry and so um, when I talk about messy code messy code messy when you talk about very messy code like the statements are just everywhere um, um, in technical terms, the variable naming is just unreasonably. I can't find a better term, so I'm gonna say unreasonably stupid. Like it's it's idiotic, I guess. Um, you don't follow the general practices, you know. Like in my last episode, I talked about general practices and guidelines that programmers usually follow, and you don't follow those things. When you don't follow those things, what happens is you get messier code. And so just like in life, you know, those messy codes, they're like bad habits and routines. Usually we do that because, you know, we're kind of used to it. You know, it, it, it looks good. It looks easy. It makes us feel good. What we don't realize is that it kind of slows, slows our lives. You know, it slows down the way we think, the way we act. You know, those things kind of slow down how we approach things because or it just slows down our progress in a general sense. It also degrades our lives because bad habits, you know, um, let's say smoking, um, drinking too much, you know, smoking too much too, um, and all those um, abusive drugs that we use. I'm not saying, you know, and those bad habits can really have an effect on our lives, not just our mental and our outlook on the future, but physically speaking, it really affects us in a way. And so those kinds of habits and routines that we do, they're damaging to us in a sense. But for the most part, and this is the thing that I want to point out, you know, when you talk about these things, when you talk about your friends about these things, your family, the, your co-workers, schoolmates, they usually say everything is just fine. And you will be persuaded to think like that. Because when you look at them, yeah, they look kind of fine. You tell yourself that. And, and you look at your friends and you look at yourself and you say, it's kind of fine. So what's the problem here? And I think... My mother would put it best when I say that just because we're used to it, it doesn't mean it's fine. Getting used to it doesn't mean that you're okay with it. it you know, it's just that we're used to seeing that stuff, so we can tolerate it. But never think that tolerance is a sign of being okay with things. Because being okay with things means you're happy, you have nothing that's weighing on your mind or on you yourself you know you feel um, not much you don't feel that much burden but when you say if everything is fine or when it's just like you can tolerate it it's still happening you don't like what's happening but you can just say ah well it happens every day why not so with all this talk about you know everything being fine with all this talk about you know 
the bad habits, routines, you know, the bugs and the mistakes that we commit, we often think to ourselves, how can we improve? How do we optimize our own lives? And usually it's harder to do it than to say it, you know, it's easier said than done. But if we look at how programming handles these kinds of situations where there is a badly optimized program and how we as programmers try to optimize the hell out of that, we can learn some life lessons. The first thing that I want to share with you guys is basically in a program when there's usually a condition, you know, if a user clicks a button, then this happens and then that happens. Or if a user, you know, opens a window, this happens, and then that happens, and then the user has to choose, etc., etc. You know, there are a lot of conditions and statements in a program. And so, the first thing that I'd like to share with you guys towards optimizing our own lives is how we optimize our decisions. And we have to have better if-else statements or conditions and decisions in our lives. So I'll give you an example. When we when we go to school, okay, when we go to work or anything, and we think to ourselves, hey, you know, maybe I can stop by, get a cup of coffee, or I can meet with a friend. The first thing that we have to check, okay, we have to put conditions in every decision. And usually, in my experience, as an example, when that happens, when I tell myself, you know what, I've got 30 minutes left before I have to go to school, have to go to work, you know, why don't I do something, maybe go to a coffee shop, I tell myself, is it enough time to go to the coffee shop? 30 minutes, you know, it's just a five minute walk and then a five minute order and then we go, I'd say yes. Second, would the line be probably long? Well, it's a Let's say, for example, it's a Wednesday, so it's in the middle of a middle of the week. So I guess, I guess not, you know. But kind of depends. Five to ten minutes waiting time. So that's fifteen minutes. So yes. Let's say, for example, if are you willing to spend that energy to go to the coffee shop or just go directly to work? Are you willing to risk? You know, there are a lot of conditions. And so when you check all those conditions not necessarily very small detailed ones just the general ones that you know help you make better decisions if we can create better if statements you know better this better um, if we can think more clearly about why should we go or why should we do this and that if we can give ourselves some conditions to pass before we commit to a decision, then we can optimize our decision-making process. In a sense, we're helping ourselves not commit quick and very short-term decisions. We're helping ourselves to create more concrete, evidence-based decisions rather than just sticking with your gut. While I'm not saying, while I'm not saying that sticking with your gut is a bad thing you know having a more opinion or having a more informed decision that's the term i was finding for geez informed having a more informed decision about what you're going to decide about or what you're going to do 
will probably help you in a very very big way um, the second thing that i can think could help us when we're optimizing our lives is we have to learn the scope of an action when we want to do something okay so when we've decided let's do that we have to learn what could be the consequences or how big would be the scope of this action so let me just share with you what scope means so in a program let's say you're creating a code and then you see those brackets like the open and close brackets and then suddenly like there's a lot of code inside that open and close brackets inside those brackets that's called scope that's called a scope okay so functions they have a scope inside the function and everything that's declared inside it only lives within that scope okay it's basically a part of a program where the action the variable or the statement is valid and that statements inside a scope can only live inside the scope okay not anywhere else so for example i declare you know this is a variable into this first scope i can't declare it onto the second scope <coughs> and there are many different um sorry for that there are many different scopes that could possibly live or could you know exist not just in a program but also in our lives you know what i could probably say that the closest thing that a scope is into re to real life is probably like for example a circle of friends or your circle of co-workers so when you make a decision and you start acting on it you have to in your mind think of how big the scope will be for example i'm going to um order a cup of coffee it's going to take me 15 to 20 minutes but then there's a friend of you there's a friend that's waiting for you sorry for that there's a friend that's waiting for you at school or at work and he need he or she needs your help she's basically inside the scope of the action that you're committing if you understand i hope you guys understand really what i'm trying to say is that your action can affect other people and those other people that are affected are what we can call things inside the scope of our action. So when we try to commit an action, there will always be people who are affected by it. Those, are, those people are inside the scope of that. And so we have to think carefully about the consequences of our actions. If we try to steal from somebody, that somebody is inside the scope of our actions and he will definitely be affected and just like how he is affected by that action that you committed other people in his scope may be affected and so it can go you know it, it can become a kind of roller coaster or this exponentially growing number of scopes a number of circles of friends and family that get affected by a single thing that you did the third one and uh, the third the way to optimize our lives and this is very very much one of the probably simplest things that i could share is just to kiss you know and what i mean by kiss what i mean is you just need to keep it simple stupid 
And what that means... Okay, sorry, wait. I'm just gonna... There you go. So, so sorry for that. So sorry for that. So, let's go back. You know, when I mean keep it simple, stupid, let's not overcomplicate things. Let's not, you know... When we're trying to think about better if-else statements, when we're trying to think about the scope of our actions, you know, don't think about the very much, you know, maybe if I pick this grass or if I suddenly step on the grass at the garden, you know, maybe the whole world will increase its um, temperature by one degree, you know, not that kind of stuff. When you make decisions in your life, when you do things in your life, when you just do, you know, your every everyday routine, keep it simple. Don't overcomplicate things. Don't try to, you know, stretch your imagination and think about the possibilities of, you know, doing this and doing that and how much it can affect everybody's lives. And I know like what I said just a few moments back, that we should think about the scope of an action, but we shouldn't overcomplicate it. There's a certain amount where it is feasible or it's okay to think about these things. There's also a certain amount of, or a certain degree of control we have to put ourselves into. That makes it look normal. There's a, just this certain level that we have to make sure that we stay within the bounds of that level. Because any more than that, we start going crazy. You know, we start looking like crazy people thinking about every decision they make. Keep it small example is if you want a cup of coffee or if you want a cup of I don't know hot chocolate or anything you want don't think about the nutrients don't think about like the the type of water they use pretty sure they use clean water uh, although I don't know about that still just for the sake of the example keep it simple you know don't think about things that are just going to make you feel more and more indecisive in the end. If you want something, think of a way to get it. Okay? Think why it's not a good idea to get it. And if you say, nah, it's a good idea to get it, then just think of a way to get it. And lastly, now, this is one of my most favorite parts because I'm a, you know, I, I like what I said, I'm a web developer and I do a lot of code commenting and you know I also take apart some of my friends codes to see if they got it right or if they have it well optimized and the thing that I see most you know and, and this also applies to real life when a person writes something when a person tries to do something also they also you all they always put some some form of unnecessary code you know unnecessary action code statement they just put something unnecessary and it makes me kind of think just for a moment why would you do that okay i honestly think that you know when we try to do things you should always put unnecessary things just to make it look like it's cool 
in conjunction with the last thing, sorry, in conjunction with the last statement, like when I say keep it simple, you really do have to keep it simple because if you make it complex, it becomes unnecessary. And you know, my dad taught me this lesson and he said, you don't need to do a lot of things to achieve one act, to achieve one thing. If you can do it in a shorter amount of time, if you can do it with less steps, then you might as well do it that way. You don't need to sound smart. You don't need to look cool. If you can do it simply, then do it simply. Remove unwanted or unnecessary code or habits. Because that's the thing. As a programmer, when we think of optimization, we think of the shortest lines of code, the smallest file size, the most performance and efficiency we can get for the amount of memory or computing power we use. And those, you know, extra computing power could be useful for other programs that the user can use. Just like in life, those extra seconds or extra minutes, hours, days that you used to make it to make a single action or a series of actions complicated. You know, those wasted moments in your life could have been used for a better purpose. Maybe you maybe you were smoking, you know, maybe you were drinking a lot. Those moments that you realized we're kind of a waste of time they're really a waste of time <laughs> sorry there, there's no getting out of it it is a waste of time and i'm not gonna allow you to justify by saying well it was fun you know we, we had a lot of fun we had a lot of talk sure i get it but you could have removed the smoking part you could have removed the drinking part and why a lot of people can justify that hey drinking is fun you know Drinking with friends is something else compared to drinking without drinking or not drinking with friends. Okay, sure, you can make that argument, but do you really have to drink so much to the point that you're hungover or you're drunk? Realize that you forgot a lot of that night, and then you suddenly remember it. Suddenly you remember you're doing stupid stuff, and then you tell yourself, oh, I regret that. And you say, oh, well, that's part of life. We all make mistakes. That's not a justification. We could have removed the things that we don't need, but we don't want to. And I think with all the things that I'm sharing with you right now, this is probably the most important thing or that I need to share with you or tell you guys is that we can optimize or improve our lives that's not a question. You don't need to ask yourself or other people if you or they can improve their lives. Because you can. It's as easy as that. The real question, okay, the real and the most important question that we should ask ourselves is if we want to improve. Are we willing to give up our bad habits? Are we willing to change? so that we can improve and we can be better. And while it's easy to say yes, it's hard to say yes. In the end, 
just like every big company who fails to update their own software because it's good the way it is they usually just crumble down i mean one good example of a game that i know is no man's sky in its release it failed or it you know it failed a lot of expectations that was set by the people and at first the people were like now we're not gonna use it but they improved the product each day each month each month they roll an update each two to three months each year they roll an update they improve the they make it more efficient they make it run faster until such time that when the people who were at first very lukewarm with the reception of that game they started to realize well this game is starting to become good hey and suddenly you see a lot of people playing that no man's sky and i would say kudos to the developers they're really a great team because they made no man's sky from product that is just quite disappointing to a product that's great that i could recommend to people they want to find games or play games with that being said it's up to you if you want to optimize your life just like as programmers and developers can decide whether or not they should release it and just be done with it you can also choose to just say that everything is fine and be done with it but if you really want to improve yourself if you are like those companies that continually roll out updates to make the user experience better then you have the power to improve yourself so guys i hope you like this podcast i hope you like this um heart to heart or talk heart to heart talk and heart to heart session I'm sorry that my mic kind of broke down so if the audio quality is quite bad i hope you guys give me feedback i am on spotify and on anchor.fm uh thank you guys my name is the what deep and you're listening to programming makes sense see you in the next episode goodbye